Ruth, phone call. Hello? Hello? You're gonna pay for what you did. I was in prison. I just got out. You lost it for 20 years. For what? Does your release alter the terms of your no contact order? You don't have to give me a speech. I'm looking for Katie. She's my little sister. I raised her. Okay, next time, don't drag me through three bus transfers to tell me something you already know. John, there's a woman in the front yard. Can I help you with something? You're a lawyer. What would Catherine gain by meeting her now? I wonder all the time what she looks like, what she became. Your life starts here now, not 20 years ago. <clears throat> she did her time. She killed somebody in cold blood. If that were any of your black sons who had been in this system, they would be dead. She walks around like it never happened. Now you tell me if that's fair. You gotta be a convict wherever I go? No, you're a cop killer everywhere you go. Okay, Ruth, Ruth, just stop saying you're not. I'm good! Don't treat me like I don't exist! Tell her about me! Wow, that's ooh, I don't know about y'all. I smell Oscar for Sandra and Viola. I smell Oscar because both those two bitches, you put them in a movie with drama, they give it to you. Sandra done gave it to us many times, Viola done gave it to us many times, and now the both of them on one screen. Oh, damn, we're gonna dissect that in a minute. But happy post Halloween, everybody. Hope y'all had a wonderful, safe holiday. Um, I didn't do shit. I had to work. No, I didn't work. I didn't work on Halloween. I didn't work. Um, I was off. I was actually out doing stuff. Um, but anyway. This episode, we are in episode 10. Uh, we have, oh, damn. We have, like, one more episode until the finale. Two episodes left for the season. So, I'm, oh, shit. I said my sound is like a robot. What the fuck? Hold on, y'all. Hold on, y'all. Right, it was fast. Can y'all hear me okay? 
as my co-host. Yeah. Can y'all hear me okay? Because my co-host is saying, uh, you know, I sound like a, do I sound like a robot? Do I sound like my normal self? I mean, let me know. Let me know. Um, I got a crack mouth, y'all. When I say crack mouth, like my mouth is, my lips are dry. Y'all know I love my lady. Oh. Okay. So anyway, y'all, I was out doing stuff. Um, as y'all know, I am. Uh, hey. mm. Um. As y'all know, um, I'm getting ready for my first pageant next year and Memorial Day. Uh, Mr. Gay Sin City US of A. Um, I'll be competing, and pretty soon I'm gonna need the public's help. But um, everything is it's really starting to come together. It's really starting to be real for me, y'all. Um, I uh, I'm getting my uh, category outfits together, which I'm very excited about. Um, I've been in talks with my seamstress all the way in Atlanta and getting my outfit together. Thank you so much. I've, I've been stressing and I'm going to keep stressing to the day of the event. Um, but I'm super excited about it. My first pageant, not going to be my last. Um, and then from there, go on to nationals in October and uh, I'll get to go to Texas, you know, and compete there and hopefully snatch that title. You know, so I can come back home to Nevada and Las Vegas to, you know, bring back two titles. You know, that's what I want. I want two titles. Uh, anyway, if y'all don't know by now, this is episode 10 out of episodes 13, 12, 12, 12 episodes. So we got 13 episodes this season. So like I said, we got two more episodes left for the season. One more episode to the season finale, which is a very special episode because I'll be interviewed by my brother, my other brother. Because uh, we have my twin backstage now waiting to come on. And I talked to him. I said, you know what? Why don't we collab and talk about our favorite horror movies, our favorite horror movies, and some of the best horror movies of all time? Because there's so many. And he and I connected through work. He and I used to work. Well, he still works at T-Mobile. I'm back at Amazon. Um but it was just, you know, you know how it is with black folks. You know, when you feel the vibe, y'all just instantly click. So, you know, he's annoying as hell, but he's cool. He's a dope, dope, dope hip-hop artist. His music is fire. I've listened to his stuff many, many times on Apple Music. The brother's on Apple Music, Spotify. I think he's on Tidal. Um, if he's not, he's working on Tidal. But anyway, y'all, let me bring up my annoying... Four foot five. He's like literally short, like a oompa loompa. He's just not orange with green hair. He might have been last night because it was Halloween. I don't know. You know, like that movie Luca. They come out the water. He's like a boy. Then he goes back in the water. It's kind of like that. So, you know. Anyway, I wanted to wait till he puts his drink down. You know, so that way y'all don't see him guzzling something. Might have been alcohol. Might have been. I don't know what it was. I don't know. Anyway. There he is. There he is. 
Hello, everyone. I'm not pronouncing your name because I don't know how to pronounce that shit. You black people come up with these long ass names. <laughs> it's Gweech, man. It's it's exactly how it looks. Um, GW. And no, y'all, he's not the dude from BMF. I know he looks exactly like him. He's not the <laughs> yeah. dude from BMF. Not Meech. Gweech. <laughs> Even though they do sound. He like might him. be Meech. Y'all uh, never know. He might be. Yeah, I'm, that lying. might be my doppelganger on the low, you know. I think um, so. When you show me that smell. picture, I was like, dead ass. Dead you, ass. You want to know something crazy is I had sent the picture of Meech just to my mom. And my mom was like, oh, you look good, son. And I'm like, mom, that's See? not me. That's Your own mother could not else. tell that wasn't you. And she gave birth to you. See, uh-uh. Mm-mm. That's true, and so, it's tea in my tea in my cup, not alcohol. Tea. What a splash of alcohol! I'm sure. <laughs> uh, it's okay, you know, just like we can't drink eggnog without some rum. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. See, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He looks like Meech. I haven't watched BMF yet. I haven't started yet. Um, I don't know. You know what? With shows that come out now, I kind of want to wait. Till they're like mid-season done so that way you know the hype has kind of died down a little bit so i can really enjoy it without seeing spoilers on facebook and twitter but there haven't really been no spoilers of facebook on twitter i don't know people i mean i know people are well, watching it but well i mean talk about it there's six there's six episodes in now so now would be a good time to kind of you know start yeah. getting acclimated with what's been going on with the season um i see a few people talk about it uh i'm surprised more people don't as many mm-hmm. people like it and support it but maybe mm-hmm. that's why like they don't want to give out spoilers because you know this is the first season they actually like it i just see I wish people, they felt that know, way when game of thrones it. was out i wish they felt that <laughs> yeah. way game of, because if, everybody when their mama was talking even if you didn't watch game of thrones you heard about game of thrones i tried to watch so i know it. what you mean I tried. I tried Game of Thrones. I got up to season four. And I know I could have kept going because I only had three seasons left, but it's too much. It was too much going on. Yeah, there's a lot going on. And I couldn't get into it. I'm not going to lie to you. I got into it because, you know, some shows you watch and with movies, you latch onto a character. Right, right. And I, that's what I felt about Daenerys. I loved Daenerys. I loved her character because she was like the underdog. No one actually expect her to do the shit that she did. The bitch had a fucking pet dragon that would kill on sight <laughs> with just one fucking word. And the dragon right, just right. went full force. Um, no, I stopped right when, uh, I guess his name is Jeffrey, Joffrey, whatever. He's he's a bastard child because he's a product of his mom and his uncle. Uh <laughs> <laughs> and when he died, I was like, "That's it, enough for me." Yeah, that's the it. show's that's done to me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm good now. Um, yeah. so we we okay, we both saw Halloween. You know, I saw it at home because as soon as midnight mm-hmm. hit on Peacock, I it was as soon as I got home and it was on Peacock. I was like, "Okay, let me get Peacock and watch it." Um, I thought. The way they did this, it's kind of like, is the third one going to be a letdown? Because this one was so hyped and it was more exciting than the first one. 
well, the first one in this in this new trilogy. Let me rephrase myself. Right. This new timeline, <laughs> right? That eliminates everything from the third to from the third to resurrection. It eliminates everything. No, it eliminates everything after the first one in this timeline. Oh Jesus! See, because technically the one from twenty eighteen was number two. Technically, right. in this timeline, it was a meet. It was a direct sequel to the first one um but see this is the thing and even jamie lee curtis has said it too she never acknowledged michael as her brother until right. h2o yeah that's when they made the big you know uh revelation or whatever that you know he was tied to her like that i tried to get you to go see it in the theater ladies and gentlemen i tried and tried and tried and tried to get my twin to uh take the theater experience see my twin over there oh nope this way yeah my mm -hmm. twin over here mm -hmm. is is the homebody will sit at home watch the movie i on the other hand would rather prefer to go to the theater it's just the experience the stabs sound different they look a little different um let me make myself clear different let me make myself clear there are certain movies i will go see in the movies i I'll saw spy in the movies i had to see that in the movies because it's so good and it and, and chris rock did an excellent job carrying this legacy on he did an excellent job because apparently it was his idea he went mm -hmm. to the head of Lionsgate. they met at a party and he told him hey i have an idea for a spinoff of saw this is what i want to do and it worked um yeah i saw Mortal Kombat in the movies. I mean, I had to. That was worth it. it. Okay. Yeah. Yes, it was so worth it. For everyone who yeah. doesn't like the new one, y'all can go to hell because y'all had to stop comparing it to the 1995 one. That's a different yeah. time. It was the first one of its kind. It came out before Street Fighter, mind you. So it right. set the bar and Street Fighter yeah. failed. Um, Big time. I saw... There's something else I saw in the movies after that. Oh, uh, that was post-pandemic. Uh, I don't remember. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember I remember either. you telling me it was Spiral. Yeah, I don't remember either. You know what? Driving, okay. Driving is a cool. Drive-ins are cool. Been, I haven't been to a drive-in since I was a kid. And funny thing is, last movie I saw at a drive-in, first and only movie I saw a drive-in, was Muppets. Uh, Treasure Island. I was like five years old. <laughs> that was the last movie I saw to drive in. <laughs> um, I think with drive-ins now, they've become obsolete because now, thanks to Peacock and HBO Max, it's like you can have watch parties at your house, get a screen, rent or buy a projector right. and have watch parties. You know? Um, but drive-ins are still cool. Drive-ins to me is um <sighs> Drive-ins is for teenagers to, to go fuck in the car with no parents around, pretty much. Mostly. That's what drive-ins are for. <laughs> yeah. I look at the drive-in as, like, they got to have two movies that... um. It needs to be a double feature. That, that, that you haven't seen, or at least one of them you liked. You know what I mean? So you could sit through that one if the second one you haven't seen is behind it or vice versa. Mm -hmm. Um. But other than that, it's kind of gotten played out for myself as well. Uh, yeah. As far as like yeah. going to the drive-in, because I mean, I don't know. 
I will. I want to go to the one that's on uh, Decatur and ninety five. The little yeah, little yeah burger I joint. I was driving there one night, and they had Death Proof playing, and that's one of my favorite movies. I love Death Proof. I mean, Quentin Tarantino movies. They're a slow start, but they kick in the high yeah. gear, and that one yeah. to me is one of the best. Like low key, not really action. It's an action movie, but it's not an action movie because it's a nod to the old seventies car chase movies. Ken, Ken, Ken. Wait no, a minute. I haven't. I, I haven't think seen I've Ken. Seen Ken. I, if, I if that's the one with the little boy that finds a little alien gun, then I saw that movie, and it was stupid. I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. It was stupid. It. I, I had Michael B. Jordan in it, and a lot of people don't remember that movie. It wasn't that huh. popular. Uh, let me see. Let me let me make sure that's the right Ken she's talking about. Because I mean, it might. When she said Ken, I'm thinking, is that a sequel to Parasite? I'm just, I don't <laughs> think so. I, I, <laughs> yeah. So she's talking about this movie exactly right here. Yeah, this about? movie kind of sucked. This movie okay, sucked. I think I might have seen like previews for it. It just came out. It didn't catch my uh, I gotta watch it vibe. Um, back to Halloween no. because there, there oh, are geez. a few things. Wait a minute, Ken is. Is there a different one? It's a different one. Okay. Oh, she's talking about Paranormal Activity. Oh hell. Oh, next of Ken, I tried to get you to put that in the theater so we could. We'll uh, we'll talk about that one maybe on another episode because. Exactly. I'm a I'm a I, big the first Paranormal Activity. I'm not going to hold you, twin. I'm not going to cap to you. I went to see it. And um, for y'all, obviously, y'all don't know I'm originally from Ohio. But I reside out here in Vegas now. And um, in Ohio. Wow. I remember when they were doing the, you know, you got to make your theater popular. So we show it at that theater. It was real select at that time because they were playing off the found footage. This possibly could be a real story thing. And I remember vividly they cut out every light in that theater even the aisle lights were cut mm. out it was pitch black and i just remember seeing that that those texts at the end of the movie katie's still on the loose uh no one's been able to find her and it spooked me out a little bit i'm watching the road on the road home like oh she about to pop out somewhere about to, about to get us but after that third one it really started going uh downhill the 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 marked ones was definitely you if you haven't watched the marked ones definitely watch that one but one two three marked ones everything else you can avoid i never i never watched any other paranormal activity movies because like i've seen bits and pieces it just didn't this is the thing there has not and i know you can attest to this twin there has not been a good scary movie in a long time a yeah. long long time i mean i remember my very first scary movie i ever saw as a kid was nightmare on elm street and i didn't get through it because it scared the shit out of me um and i tried to watch like scream 2 i couldn't get through that but then as i got older then i'm like okay they're they're not scary but they're good you know i mean you know, I know I'm gonna watch them. I'm gonna try to watch them. I'm telling y'all, if they put me to sleep, like uh, they're a slow burn. The, the first one, the first one's a slow burn, but you gotta look at it as if, damn, what if this happened to me? In any of the okay. scenario, the guy or the girl, 
You could play, okay. pick any scenario and be like, damn, what if this happened to me? What would I do in said scenario? Because it's a slow burn, but the as it's slow burning, it's really building up that, uh, what's the word I want to use? Um, like suspense. a big climax? Oh, okay. It's suspense. building up okay. the suspense. Um, okay. Yeah, some of the things that you may see now in 2021, 2021 or 2022 may be a little cheesy to you, mm-hmm. but it was, I'm just looking at it as a whole, like how they created it, the story behind it. Um, oh. I'll the first it one's out. a slow burn, but I think if you can get through it, you'll in, you'll enjoy the, the story. I'll check Definitely. it out. Now, you know, cinematic history, the scariest mm-hmm. movie of all time, still to this day, is still The Exorcist. That movie, man, I watched that in my grandmother's, and I repeat, the holiest of holy places, my grandmother's living room. In now, the which middle one did of you the watch? Day. Did you watch the, the version the you've never seen before? Okay, the director's cut. The, okay. the extended when the spider walked See, down I the stairs. Both. I saw the original and Me. then I saw the director's cut in theaters, and I walked out with my mom petrified. after the after the stair part. And then when it came out on Blu-ray, I bought it. I sat through it, watched it all, and I was like, okay, it's not so scary. Um but a lot of stuff that happened on set, it was like that's what made it even scarier to me. Yeah, it that's made what it made so it even scarier to me. One of yeah. the sets burned down mysteriously. Um, even um, people Linda were Blair was sick and stuff. Yeah, Linda Blair was uncomfortable doing the whole crossing, stabbing in the cooch scene. She was so uncomfortable doing that. Um, she was uncomfortable seeing a lot of the stuff because she was so young, even though it was a voice, she would say it, but then they would dub it with a voiceover, yeah, but dumb. still, it was still uncomfortable for her to say these words. And people don't understand that actually exorcisms are real. They happen. Yeah. They're just swept under the rug. They're not really talked about because the church likes to cover it up, primarily Catholic church. They like to cover it up. Mm-hmm. Um, but Still one of the best horror movies ever. To me, I watch it now. I hate that God forgive me, but I laugh when I watch it because it's so hilarious. Um, and I know they're re- they're doing another one again, and I believe fingers uh, crossed Ella- they don't mess it up. <laughs> well, Ellen Bernstein signed on to I think play either the mother again. Wow! And Jamie Lee Curtis wants to do the voiceover for Pazuzu. I think Jamie Lee Curtis. But see here, this is the thing. And Hereditary, too, y'all. If y'all haven't seen Hereditary, Twin didn't like it, but I tell you what, it sucked. The same, the same reason that The Exorcist spooked me out extra was the same reason that Hereditary did. Because I'm a geek. I just look like this, but I'm a geek at heart. Like I'll research some of the stuff in the movie. Pazuzu and the demon that's mentioned in uh, Hereditary. Are actual deities. They're actual oh, wow. names of actual demons. Like Pazuzu is actually there. You can go look up stuff about Pazuzu. You can go look up stuff about the demon that was in uh, Hereditary. So I'm like, wow, they're going really far to the point but they where they actually use a real. That. Yeah, because spelling is real. You know, that's why they call it spelling. But I feel like that's what made me be like, whoa, okay. So that it's loosely based on a true story, but the demon's name they're using is is real deal, and that's yeah. why I was like, wow, okay. Um, 
it's a and little spooky like, to me now. Like movies like you know the craft. If you look at it for what it really is, is I love that movie. It's one of my favorite movies. I used to watch it all the time as a kid. I mean, who didn't who didn't love that movie? Oh my god. Um you didn't like the first one, not the second one, the first one. Not the second I wasn't, one, the first one. I wasn't a huge fan of the first one. I got it. Like it made sense. I probably would appreciate it now more, knowing what yeah. Brujas are and that they kinda are, you know what I mean? Back then well, I was a youngster. So I wasn't with really that worried movie, about no witch. It explains that, you know, there is a difference. There is light magic and there's dark magic and dark magic depends on how you are as a person and you take it to a dark place hence why nancy got crazy with power because she takes it to a dark place she she was greedy and Mm -hmm. sarah was was a natural witch she was she was the light and but she had a little bit of a dark side to her but she knew how to control it nancy didn't know how to control it and um People don't realize, you know, it's like with stuff like that, you know, with candles and crystals, they do have meaning to them and they do they do work. I have amethyst on my key ring, um, which is for protection and everything. So it does work. Um, it protects my twin from everything but me. Unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately. Um, what was the other one? Ooh. Now this one, this fool didn't believe me until he saw it. The new Candyman was a big letdown for a lot of people. Yes. Because when we heard Jordan Peele was going to be a part of it, we we're like, okay, it's going to be good. He's going to give it to us like he gave it to us with us and get out. And it was womp, womp, womp because he didn't direct it. That's why. He did not direct it. Nia DaCosta needs to go back to film school and, re- and learn how to do black cinema, horror, yes. black cinema, damn it. Um, I, I, I want to see it so bad. I was hyped. You know what I would say is better than that movie. And you're going to be shocked with this statement. Um, hell bones was better than that movie. Oh, Snoop Dogg. Yes. The Snoop, the, the visuals were better. The, the, I mean, some of it was that goddamn dog. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, Snoop's not scary, but I mean, Everything outside of Snoop was pure, some remakes. Pure. You know what? Um, I agree, but I disagree. I agree because some of the remakes now that are coming out, they are a letdown. I disagree mm-hmm. because when you have a great remake and they don't continue it, like Nightmare on Elm Street remake, the reboot, that was that was pretty good. Like it was an updated of 84 because the story that they told is the one that they wanted to tell back in the 80s but they couldn't right. because it was touchy but this freddy first off jackie Earl harley who was in who was the the master watchman. in Watchmen, um he was basically handpicked by robert england and which is an honor to be handpicked by the freddy himself um but People don't realize they wanted to make him look like a real burn victim. They wanted him to be scary. They didn't want him to crack jokes. Because when you start to crack jokes in a horror movie, you tend to lose your audience. Hence Leprechaun. Right. Um, Right. And Chucky. Um, Seed of Chucky, Bride of Chucky. No, they should have stopped at Bride of Chucky and left it at there. Yeah, the the jokes wouldn't have been so bad. 
Yeah, it, it was downhill with Cedar Chucky, Cold Chucky, all that. But I wish they'd have continued Nightmare on M Street because um the the graphics were amazing. The storyline really kept you interested. I mean, from the very beginning, it was nothing like the original, um, in a sense. Um, hell, even Freddy versus Jason at the time when it came out, that was like the bomb horror movie like, right there. Yeah, that was good. I yeah. I agree. I think it was because of Jackie's makeup. That's what threw a lot of people off. Was like, mm-hmm. okay. He's got the hat. He's got the fedora. He's got the, you know, the the sweater. He's got the the the, the gloves. It was but the voice. It was the voice and the and the and, and just the the makeup was like, eh. and the way like, he okay. just his his presence. Yeah, it, I mean, they had it had its good points. Um, I think a lot did. of the hype was just because it was Nightmare on Elm Street, and this was the mm-hmm. very first time it's been remade and. Nobody else has touched it since Wes and, and Robert. So a lot of people were hyped behind it. Um, yeah. And but, plus, I mean, I would have liked to see Lynn, um, Lynn Shay. I would have loved to see her as a little cameo in the movie because she was the teacher yeah. in the first one. And yeah. um, it's funny, though. Classic horror movies like Halloween. I always say, like, the Clash of the Titans of horror movies will always be Jason, Michael and Freddy, because mm-hmm. when you make documentaries on these movies, like they've made a documentary on the, on the Freddy movies called Never Sleep Again, and right. they did with Jason, and I'm sure they're gonna do it with Halloween because there's so much depth to these movies. I think there might be one out, honestly, called they The Shape or something like that. Okay. It has to do with yeah. The Shape or something like that. Because that was what he was called back in the day. Mm-hmm. And it was so yeah. funny, uh, I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday, and we were saying, like, when people, I think I saw it on Facebook, when you go to movies, when you say certain movies, they always say, Oh, I'm gonna go see that Freddy movie. It's not called Freddy, it's Nightmare on Elm Street. Almost <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. It's not I see what that mean. You know, <laughs> yeah. you can't be leaving my out. boy out. You're leaving my Who, boy Chucky? out. No, Ghostface. Oh, we're gonna get to that. Robert England's other baby. Look. <laughs> I mean, oh, we're not Robert we're Wes Craven's other baby. Oh, we don't get because to that. of Robert oh, we, we, Yes, well, because of Wes for his direction, but because of Kevin yeah. Williamson for his great writing. And yeah. um, well, you know, they said that idea for Scream was meant for what was it? A new nightmare, or was I it meant so. for a new nightmare? Is what like kind of got the ball rolling from Scream with. I forgot how they said it, so I don't want to say it wrong, but I know they said they took inspiration somehow from the new Nightmare, the last Freddy, and took it in, made Scream, which to me is always going to be a classic, the first one. I love New Nightmare because, and I think I haven't seen every Freddy movie except for Freddy's Dead. I think that's the only one I didn't see yet. Um, but okay. I've seen majority of them. Dream Master is always my favorite. I mean, not Dream Dream Warriors. Dream Warriors. Yes, that's always my favorite. The one black um, dude with the high pitched voice. <laughs> and and see a young Lawrence Fishburne who don't die surprisingly. Right. Um, I've seen almost every Freddy movie. Um, but I love New Nightmare because it was like, um, the movie was writing itself and 
-hmm. you know i think it was just a cool way for them to just really relax with the movie in a way because it is i wouldn't be surprised with that damn near that whole movie was ad-lib because you got heather playing herself right and west playing himself robert playing dual role himself and freddie and freddie (laughs) you know i mean it was oh that's a classic oh my god um What I hate is I hate that they take horror movies and I'm surprised they didn't do it with Halloween and they make them into a series. Like they did it with Freddy, which was yeah. somewhat successful. They're doing it with Chucky, which I have yet to watch. Um, they, it's okay. I figured that. Because it's like, where are y'all going with this? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, is the payoff going to be worth what we're watching now? Or is he because finally this gonna... is after, this is canon to after Cold of Chucky. Oh, Jesus. And we know what happened in Cold of Chucky and the new power he gained to be able to do certain things. I'm not going to spoil it for our audience if they haven't seen it. But so that's why I'm going to spoil it because it came out years ago. If you ain't seen Cold of Chucky, the son of a bitch was able to transfer his soul into multiple different Chucky dolls. And people. And people. And then come to find out. Remember he had the chick in the wheelchair he did it he transferred which was his daughter yeah which was his daughter which was stupid um oh jesus christ oh yeah i know what you did last summer is that even joy is that even like watchable and entertaining i I hope joy please tell me because i need to know because the right we'll live vicariously through joy right (laughs) <laughs> the the second one with Brandy, they should have stopped at that one. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. They I don't even stopped. know how they made the second one and why they made the second one, other than a money grab. That's the answer. Money. Oops, she said is for, na- exactly for, for now. now. For now. Right. Because with Amazon, when they make series, sometimes it's a hit and miss. Some of their series are hit yeah. and miss. Um with Scream. I was I didn't even I didn't even watch it because I didn't want to be let down for the for the movie. So I stayed far away from that MTV series. Far, yeah, far I didn't, away. I didn't, I didn't watch that series either. The letdown for me was number four. Yeah. Because they tried Just to the, be too much like the first one. Well, did, and then, but did you notice it was like a hue that they had mm. over the entire movie? It was like this almost glossy, faded hue that was over the entire movie, which made it and look different. And I'm like, what is this like visual just, effect they're using? I mean, I always enjoyed the screen movies. I think, you know, it's hard to say which is my favorite from the first three. It's so hard because I love them individually because mm-hmm. the first one I love because who didn't want a best friend like Tatum? She was the ride or die. Um, she cracked, she stayed cracking on Dewey. Um, yeah. The second one, that one really had you guessing who the fuck is the killer because when they came out with Mrs. Loomis, and yeah. if you go back and watch it, you kind of play, you'll find your. I've done this before. I played a game with myself where I'm trying to figure out, okay, which one? Oh, that was doing Mrs. The Loomis. Killing? Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was me. <laughs> but the sad part about Screen 2 was Randy's tragic demise. Oh, my God. Yeah. Because I know Miss Loomis killed him. She got a little knife happy with that one. Oh, Jesus. Well, his sister's supposed to be in this fifth one. So we'll see I hope it's what's not the going same on with Randy. I hope we'll it's not the same going girl on. Her one. 
Not damn, because that girl they picked for the third I, one. Jesus Christ. I like reoccurring characters sometimes when they're still canon and they're attached to the, you know what I mean? No matter how you annoying, as long as they're not a different actor. But it's funny. Actors. It's funny you said that because I want to see, um, oh, wait, no, she died in Scream 3. Damn. Um, I wanted to see Parker Posey come back. <laughs> yeah, she got the stab stab and <laughs> And got through got through, the, through the closet window door. Damn, I loved her though. She was she was the comic relief in the, in Scream Three. <laughs> I think I think the reason why like Ghostface is my absolute favorite is because it's a person that's just so pent up with frustration and aggression that they get these adrenaline rushes to be able to do not out of like not unbelievable things. Like you believe every kill. That can happen, mm-hmm. like the garage mm-hmm. door, uh, yeah. <laughs> sneaking up on people and stabbing them, hiding yeah. in dark spaces. They they don't they're not supernatural. You know what I mean? Like when they get shot and, and they get back up, I think that's just pure adrenaline. In your opinion, um, which is which is your favorite kill? from each movie like i'm gonna give you some time because i can i can go through it like that because i've seen them so many times my favorite kill in the first one will always be the very beginning with casey and steve because you got to see steve's guts falling out and everything um the second one is randy getting killed randy that was gruesome yeah because when she closed the door and she's and you hear like the knife stabbing through the flesh. And um I actually have two favorites in that one, Randy and Sydney's roommate. I forgot her name. Mm. Um, because that was like one of the best parts of the movie when she said, Stupid people stay, smart people, we're smart people, we should run. And that bitch got killed, and she was supposed to be the killer in the rough draft right. of the script. That would have been bomb. The third one, oof. Oh boy, that's a tough one. Um, I have three in that one, ironically. Um, Cotton getting killed in the very beginning because that ruled out him being the killer. Um, Parker Posey's character getting killed because she was so annoying, but she was funny as fuck, and you didn't really want to see her die. <laughs> um, and when Sydney killed Roman, her brother. Mm. Because he thought mm. he got the upper hand when he shot her, and they made it so dramatic. But when you look at it, he shot her in the stomach for one, right? So a person is really not going to die that fast from getting a shot in the stomach. They have to bleed out. Um, right. But the fact that she had on a Kevlar vest underneath, and she stabbed him through the vest, but it still mm. didn't go through far enough, so she had to shoot him in the head. Hands down, the best kills out of all three. Um, my favorite for the first one, I'm going to have to say when he, uh, at the, at the pageant, when he killed the chick's boyfriend, like in front of everybody and she came out and she was like, help him, help him, help him. And that's, I know what you did last summer. No, was that? That's not screen. That is screen. Or you know what I'm thinking? A scary movie. Oh, Jesus. Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) Which was um, that what Scream was supposed to be called? Right, right. Hold on. Um, the principal. 
Ah. The principal in the first one. The second one, don't get mad at me, y'all. Principal Hurley. <laughs> Jada. When she got killed in front of everybody in the movie. That theater. was a realistic kill. That could actually happen. Because I was going to say Makai, but then I was like, dang, how sharp is that knife to stab through a bathroom stall into his right. ear, into his head? So I was like, that's a, a good kill, but the Jada kill is what made it better. Because she kill, thought it was her boyfriend. I don't want to sound like a serial killer, but like if done right in that way, a person could get yeah. away with that because you're watching a scary oh, yeah. movie. They thinking it's part of, they thinking it's a hoax by the theater put on, but then they really realize the bitch was really dying when she's standing with blood coming out and she drops dead to the floor. Yeah. And then the third one, I got to steal yours, but I'm going to put Colin and his girl because just the way oh, that yeah. whole thing was set off when Ghostface called him and he thought he was a chick at first trying to flirt with him. And that's he what already flipped in the it. house. Yeah, he already and that's what flipped waiting. it was that voiceover machine. Yeah, that's what flipped it for everybody. And that was like the most interesting way. <laughs> yeah, they, they they set the bar because they figured out new ways to flip it to keep it going. Because yeah. when they did that, it made you didn't know who the killer was. Because for a minute, it seemed True. like you would think Gail might have been the killer. True. There's been a couple of times they try to make it look like Gail was involved in uh, yeah because her and Sydney always had that somewhat love hate relationship in a way yeah well Sydney been punching on her since the first one so <laughs> Ooh, baby I mean oh I that's still one of it. my favorite lines <laughs> she said I stole on her I send you a copy boom bitch right <laughs> without a second thought um. Yep. Another movie that scared me when I was a kid, still one of the best movies, best horror movies, was The Ring. Mm, that yes. was so far out there. Yeah, and that was when VHS tapes were slow, were about to slowly fade away. Yeah, so they still existed, and you still they, were using them. And the trailers were like so Im ambiguous and so. Like you had no idea what you were going to see. You didn't know you what the fuck this movie images. was about. Yeah, you didn't know what the fuck this movie was about. Um, and same thing with the Grudge. Yeah, the first Grudge. But those oh those those J horror movies for us in America, like we had seen nothing like it unless you were in the Japanese horror. Mm -hmm. So once they introduced us to that, and then they ran that genre into the ground. But the very first, The Ring, and the Grudge. I mean, shoot, people were going to watch Ringu and Junon after that. Yep. Just to see and what the original Ringu and Junon to America. Yeah. So mm. I I I think those were good starts. It sucks that that genre got that subgenre got ran into the ground. Yeah. But so did found footage, so did the slasher, so did you know psychological. They all have their run of the mill. So even Black Christmas, like they didn't want that to be out for a minute because it was Santa Claus yeah. wielding an axe. But, but that I had was looked a remake. up. Yeah, it was a remake. Yep, 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 yep. Um, there was I looked up like the best horror movies, uh, according to Rotten Tomatoes, and they were saying like, um, even some of the old school horror movies, you know, like Blackula and mm -hmm. um. What is that movie 
with Karen Black and the little voodoo doll that chased her around the house. And then it ends up becoming, she ends up becoming possessed by the spirit of the little voodoo doll by the end of the movie. It's like a short film, but it was so good. I can't remember the name of it. Um, but uh, even Hellraiser, the first one, was pretty good. Yeah, that was, that was you good. Know, that's another one that kind of just dragged on that should have stopped years ago. Um, Open Water was a good one. I've heard that was a good movie. Um, yeah. Even not even like not even a horror movie per se, but like a good sci-fi suspense. Lake Placid is still one of the best ones. Yeah. But I mean, shit, fucking Betty White telling people if I had a dick, this is where I tell you to suck it. I said, God damn it! I love Betty White. God damn it, Betty White. Um, what's another one on this list? Ooh, Land of the Dead, two thousand five. That was a ooh, that was a good zombie flick right there. That's yes. a good zombie flick. I appreciate a good zombie movie. Um, what else were they talking about here? Yeah, we talked about they show Scream. Um, oh god, it's another one. I saw it. I saw it. Um, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Oh, Tremors. Not really a oh, horror Lord. movie, but I love Tremors. I love all three of them. Tremors reminds me of like Sharknado. Like those are in the same category for me, but you know, Tremors was people don't realize Tremors is like one of the coolest PG thirteen horror movies. It's a cult classic. It's so cult classic because Kevin Bacon, um, yes, all three. Because the fourth one is a prequel to the you know before all, and it kind of sucked. One, yeah. Um, but Kevin Bacon being in it was so cool. And you got Reba McIntyre, you got um, the dad from Growing Pains being a gun wielding. Basically, he's a real life Dale Gribble, but not as nutty. Yeah. And yeah. Um, to see Reba McIntyre load a gun, know about guns, shoot a fucking gun. The bitch knew what an AK-47 was, and <laughs> she knew what an elephant rifle was. She knew what this other shotgun was. Oh my God. I mean, ugh. oh Jesus. And you know what? Shout out to my boy Troy James. Um, and I say his name because if anyone ever saw America's Got Talent or even Showtime at the Apollo, he was the black dude that was like a contortionist that twerked his body in all different ways that scared the shit out of Simon Cowell. Um, mm. I actually got a chance to speak to him on Instagram. We've conversed. Um, he, if, if you guys saw uh, what that movie? Uh, it uh, is it Maleficent? Malignant, Maleficent, Malignant. Yes, not Malignant. He was in the movie. He he played. That was the, him. I think I think he played the villain in a way. In yeah, certain, he was in the like movie as a stunt double. Yeah, as a double. Okay. Um, and if you guys ever saw the movie Separation, he was the villain. Okay. I yeah, when seen you see Separation. The, it was whack. He, he even said it wasn't his best movies. He he wasn't really too fond of the movie of him doing it, but he was like, hey, it's a check. <laughs> Let me go old school on you. And this is for our audience as well. I need y'all to pick one. Mm. Demon Knight or, or Bordello of Blood. Ooh. I'm going to go first and I'm going to pick Demon Knight. If Same. you want to know my reasons why, I'll tell you. But 
I'm picking Demon Knight. And I was I like Demon man, Knight. I was a huge Tales from the Crypt fan. Rest in peace to my grandfather. We used to go down into the rec room, watch it prime time when it was Not coming the rec to HBO. Room. He'd have it dark in there. He'd be sipping his beer, and we'd watch Tales from the Crypt. I only wanted to watch it because he didn't care if I seen boobies and stuff on the TV. Um, but Tales from the Crypt, like, I like Tales from the Crypt and uh, Creep Show. And I was trying to. It would to, be Jada for you, Joy. I yeah, know why Jada. Jada for you because she looked she looked like a stud. <laughs> With her little short <laughs> hair and shit. She did. She looked movie. like she looked she like a black Tomb Raider. Um, mm hmm. I love Demon Knight too, cause and Jada um, survived to the end. Shout out to Jada. She was the hero. <laughs> she was the she was the one that was meant to to be the hero. Yeah, she take was the, the one. key and all that. And if you look at that, she did that movie around. It was in the same timeline of uh, Low Down Dirty Shame, so hence why she had mm. that short blonde hair. Okay. And it's like if you look at Jada's characters, it's like if they was one big family. Peaches would be that ratchet ass ghetto cousin. Woo <laughs> would be that wannabe snobby ghetto cousin. Yeah. Um, the character in Demonite is like the lesbian. And yeah. Nairobi is just that quiet cousin you don't really yeah, see too boss. often. Yeah, yeah. She, she the boss behind the scenes somewhere. Yeah. You don't want Nairobi you know? to come out in the Matrix. Right. Um, um, I did I'm like glad everybody Show agreed too. on Demonite. Yeah, creep show. I like creep show too. On. I, I need like to get shutter too. I need to get shutter because I, like, I want to watch creep show. I like the this they're very, very, very similar. And that's why I like start researching. Like, wait, who copied off of who? Because one of these had to come out before the other one, and they are Dale's when the creep similar. copied off of creep show because creep show, yeah, the comics gave, were out years before. That's true. And, and they gave uh a voice on Tales for the Crypt. Because the Crypt Keeper right. and the Creep are very similar, except the Creep don't talk. Two of my favorite ones from Creep Show, well, three of them was the one with Leslie Nielsen where he buries the people uh, mm -hmm. in the sand and then they come back and get him after they had died. Yeah. The other one was the guy, the janitor with all those roaches in the building or whatever, and they killed him. Yeah. And then the third one was yeah. the dad where he would kept saying, "Where is my cake?" and he ended up dying. Yeah. He still came back and haunted him. Up, Where is my cake? That's all he yeah. just wanted his cake. A lot of um, actors um, and actresses got they start on Tales from the Crypt. Like, not Creep their. Show. Yeah. I remember seeing, who was it? I think it was Tom Hanks. Am I am I right? Tom Hanks was on the Tales from the Crypt episode. And um, I can't remember the name of the title. Look, we both looking it up. But I'm almost right. certain, like, he, like, uh, yeah, Tom Hanks, Tales from the Crypt. None creep but show. the lonely heart. He was on both. Yeah, he was in he was in creep show. Episode he was from in 1992. Creepshow. Yeah, so it's a lot show. of a lot of actors that I'll be like, oh yo, that's Tom Hanks, or oh yo, that's DeVito, or oh yo, that's Boop. you know, not DeVito. Was that Pesci? Or was it Joe DeVito? Pesci? I think it was I think Joe Pesci. With the twin, I'm not sure. I think he had the twin. I'm not sure. I gotta go back and watch it. Demi you know Moore, what? Absolutely. It's funny. It shows like that where a lot of stars get their start from because mm -hmm. not to change genres, but like even yeah, Joe Pesci. Yeah. Um it was him. Okay. Uh, um 
Split personality like at, is the name of the episode. You look at Cosby Show in a different world. A lot of actors got their start on there, or they made guest spots and they and they went on. You know, even Living Single, they they use some of the characters from a Different World on on Living Single as different characters. Hell, even Nia Long was on Living Single the same time she was filming Love Jones when Love Jones came out. Yeah, being the same type of character. Um, but it's funny. You know what? I want to see. I like seeing a lot of like scream queen actress like Jamie Lee Curtis. I love when they do different mm-hmm. movies because they try to break away from that, but they can't. Yeah. And some, like Jamie, some characters are just, yeah, some characters are just, that's you. Sorry, Jamie. When we see yeah. you, you Laurie Strode. That's it. I don't care what movie you're in. That's Laurie Strode playing in that Twister movie or whatever. You know what I mean? Whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and it's like even Robert England, he'll forever be Freddie, even though he was in yeah. V back in the day. Yeah. And people don't That's remember that. And Joe Pesci will always be known for Goodfellas and Casino um, and Home I'll Alone. Give him a, really? Home Alone. Yep, you hit it right on the head. Home Alone. Really, Home Alone. Casino, Goodfellas, and maybe the movie Twins with Arnold. Maybe. And my no, not Twins. No, that was Danny DeVito. That's DeVito, right. My cousin um, Vinny. My cousin Vinny and and um uh the super. Okay, yep. yep. The super. Um but I mean I'm I you know what this year has been kind of a lackluster of movies because TV shows have been taken over this year. This is the year of the TV shows. This year and last year yeah. were the year of the TV shows because we got WandaVision, excellent show. That Can't was wait a for great spinoff. Show. Um, what if um Loki, Captain America and the Winter Soldier, which I need to get back into is it kind of like it kind of lost me in the first one, uh in the first yeah. episode, but I'm gonna try to get back into it because I love Marvel. Um and then we got you know the Chucky series, and we got Power Book Two coming in a few weeks. Um uh, now we got up to the rest of us. Uh, I finished, I literally finished book two in a week. Yeah, now that I you can just steamroll through it. Everyone well, else yeah, had to wait. Power took forever. Yeah. Shit, power took forever. Shit, that was six seasons, goddammit. 15, 10 episodes, fuck. Um, yeah. I heard Queens is good. I'm going to watch that tonight. I heard that was a good show. Um, You know, now they got Chucky. Um... I think the reason we have these TV shows, a majority of them, not all of them, is because a lot of these uh, studios, these movie studios, they're scared. Mm-hmm. They're scared right now. They do not want to lose. They don't want to put that they out were already going to lose. They don't want to put out bomb. something that sounds that sounds good on paper, but then when you execute, like you said, it's going to bomb because. Um, Eternals is gonna be good because it's the you next so? phase. It's the next phase in this in the in the MCU, and but they haven't gotten it's. Me. They haven't reeled the, me in. It's the missing link, I would say. It's the missing okay. link of Avengers because they saw everything went down, but as a rule, they could not interfere. But right. the thing that I'm excited for. It's gonna sound so cliche. I cannot wait to see this gay couple that's supposed to go that's supposed to be in this movie because okay, 
honestly, I think Brian Tyler Henry is gay in real life. I mean, to be honest, I mean, goddamn, you look at his mannerisms, it kind of says a little suspect. I don't care if he is paperboy in Atlanta, he's still suspect. Um, but speaking of gay, did you hear Cal Penn came out? I was gonna mention that to you to see if I was like, you had heard about I was like, that. Kumar? I was like, Kumar came out? What he was, and he and Eternals too. Kumar is no, he's not. No, no, that's that's the that's the other dude. I don't know who you're thinking of. He, that's not him. No, he was in the movie with Issa sure? Rae on Netflix. He's got that long. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They just look alike. They look alike. They look alike. Yeah, you're right. But I thought Cal Penn was straight because I know at one point he had a girlfriend. But maybe I was wrong. Maybe that was just for appearances because apparently he'd been with this dude. He'd been with his part, his fiance yeah, for eleven years. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was like, damn. But. I think what I what I love about Cal Penn was the fact that after he did Herod and Kumar, which was pretty much all about smoking weed, you go and work for the White House. That's a that's the turnaround for me. You work for the White House. <laughs> and y'all know who Cal Penn is. Go look at Harold and Kumar. He's Kumar. Or look at National Lampoon's Van Wilder. He uh he was um Taj. <laughs> and one of his very mm-hmm. first movies and had a very believable Indian accent, even though he is Indian, but he is <laughs> still hilarious. Um, I'm going to get his book. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. I want to see what he's all about because I always thought he was kind of cute. Um, oh, God. There's so many. You know, people tend to sleep, even in the black community, they tend to sleep on a lot of the good black horror films back in the day. You know, Blackula and... Uh, yeah. Um, it's another one. It's a, it's, uh, they talked about it on, on that documentary on, on prime, uh, the black mm. noir, black horror noir. They talked about all the blacks, black horror movies, um, including tales from the hood, which is still one of the best black horror movies to this day. The first one, the first, the first one. one. Yeah. The second one was trash and the third one was worse. Yeah, um, but thanks to the third one. Well, thanks to the third one, Tony Todd followed me on Twitter. I think Tony Todd will follow anybody on Twitter, really, because he loves his fans. So, yeah, um, he should have been yeah, the first man in this remake. Well, remember he well he was for a glimpse <laughs> for like two point yeah. five seconds. Yeah, so it, were all the other ones. It didn't. It didn't make his appearance. You know special. what? And you know when you look at. If you go back and look at horror movies now with deep meanings like The Exorcist and like Tales from the Hood, there's a message behind that stuff, especially Tales oh, yeah, from the, the Hood. Yeah, social commentary. Yeah, Tales from the Hood to this day is still relevant because of police brutality from the first one, um, parental abuse to a child with monster, gang violence is right. still still going around, you know, with Crazy yep. K. Racism is still alive with the damn voodoo dolls, you know. And at its core, it basically is saying, you know, better watch what the fuck you do. You're going to end up in a mortuary that's really hell. Uh, yeah. You're going to get the mean, shit. Okay. Ooh, <laughs> the shit. Oh, the shit. <laughs> oh, God. Clarence Williams III, rest in peace. Oh, my God. Couldn't nobody play he that. played the him. hell out of that part. Oh, can't nobody play, play Mr. Sims but him. Um. Yep. There is so many goddamn horror movies, even um, like Cloverfield and and uh, the first one, 
<laughs> yeah, and and the, uh, what's the other one? The host with the the sea monster. Yeah. Um, unfriended. Unfriended. Um. Uh. Uh. Not what's it called? Oh God! Not it's not deep impact. Deep rising. Mm. Um. With the amazing Famka Jensen on that damn cruise liner ship uh with treat williams 13 ghosts one of my favorites yep. 13 ghosts was good what about the descent how y'all feel about the descent i didn't watch i i need to watch that one that's what that's so many movies on my list i haven't watched um that's a good one um even i want to watch underwater the one with kirsten okay. stewart yeah i know which one you're talking about I passed yeah where she's thinking she ripley <laughs> yeah I passed um, on it Speaking of Ripley, you know, the Aliens movies was, is classic. Yep. Classic. And Predator. Yes. Except, First one. Yeah, I was going to say not the latest one. Or... AVP was good. All right, I'll give it to you. AVP it was more was action good. to me. Than... A- it was. It was a good vehicle for Sanaa Lathan to be an action hero. Mm-hmm. Um, really? Blair Witch, really? The first one, the first the one, because they were making everybody believe that at the time when it came out in the nineties, you believed it was real. There was no internet True. really to research it. You know what True. I mean? So everything you've seen on the internet made you think it was real. They went and bought websites. They was buying, you know, articles and you know they, doing. They went you know extra exactly. Beyond it was that. before its that time. Was, exactly. Yeah, way it before his time. It and was, the marketing, they probably saved a lot of money doing that marketing like that. It was before his time. It really was. And um, even, you know what, let's let's get into, like, the kitty ones, too. Like, you know, Don't Look Under the Bed, which is classic. Even, even Ty yeah. Hodges, I shouted him out on Instagram. You know, I love when celebrities, like, listen to the fans and they repost it on their story, you know, because they know that something they did years ago is still resonated. It's, it's still there. Right. You know, um, I mean, Disney Channel had a lot of good horror, um, you know, scary stuff. Um, for the children, for the cheerings, speaking Rose of cheering, baby, that was a good psychological sick ass movie. Yeah, that was a sick ass movie. That was around the same time as the Omen, sick ass movie. Yeah, the Omen sick. didn't scare me. Omen didn't scare me either. Even the even the remake didn't really scare me, it just made people not want to get a black Rottweiler. <laughs> uh, right. Even like Cujo's not really scary. Mm-mm. Pet Cemetery mm. wasn't scary. Now I'm gonna tell you what kind of freaked me out a little bit. The birds. Really? The birds kind of freaked me out a little bit. Cause I mean I guess Alfred if Hitch- up on you like that. Yeah, Alfred Hitchcock is a genius with that shit. Yeah, Psycho was um, a classic. Psycho's a classic. Um even a good thriller. Um, the original Rear Window with Christopher Reeve. Um, okay. Um, I mean, I think everybody needs to watch a lot of classic horror movies. And you can't get into the mindset where you're going to get scared. You have to get into the mindset of when it came out at that time, it was considered right. scary. Right. You know, because studios were limited on what they could show, you know. Right. And or what they at a certain were point, you couldn't show. What they were risking, like with Halloween, you couldn't, they were risking showing, you know, a woman's breast in a movie or, 
you know, how gory can you, because like, like they said, the exorcist, it freaked people out. People were having seizures. Yeah. People Walking were just, out of the theater crying. It was too much for them. It was on a spiritual sense. Um, Ma was, Ma had a slow build, but it was good. Cause Octavia oh, Spencer played the hell out that role. Mm-hmm. Even, um, even the other one, Mama, with the dead, uh, the dead mother and the two little girls. Yeah, yeah, that she, was good. She was trying to protect them or whatnot. It's a lot Honestly. of scary stuff. But before we wrap this up, I will say, y'all, if y'all have not watched the best, one of the best newest horror suspense TV shows on Netflix, and y'all know what I'm talking about. There were so many costumes. I didn't see too many of these costumes, actually. I was surprised. Um, Squid Game. I didn't see too many Squid Game costumes. Like yeah, I, I was thought expecting I to see more of those masks. I did see I one. be more popular. I saw one on Instagram, and old boy came out with the black mask and everything, and he had his two little... Uh, uh, <laughs> he had his two minions. Um, Player two eliminated. Two eliminated. <laughs> Player four, five, seven, eliminated. <laughs> right. They said it's so peaceful. Like, you can't okay. even be mad that they got killed. Oh, no. Even the rules. You must pair with someone to play the game. I'll repeat the rules right. again. It's like, oh, my right. God. Allow me to repeat. It's like, in it's other okay. words, you're being you nice about it. Fuck this shit going. <laughs> Something going to happen. I will say, I binge watched that in one weekend in like two days. No, three days. I wow. binge watched it in three days. Um, because it's one of those shows where you watch one episode and you're like, damn, I gotta see what's gonna happen next. And the my favorite, but the worst game was that glass bridge. Oh, the tug of war. No, no, the glass bridge that they had to hop on. Oh, when they jump, yeah, on each one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a little spooky. Oof. Um, and then the thing that made me that shed a tear was when Ali got killed in the marble game. When that agent, when the agent, when Su Wong, um, set his ass up. Because I was like, "Damn, that's fucked oh, up." Oh, yeah, she played up. him. Um, Alice. I heard about Alice in Borderlands. I, it's on my list. I need to watch it. I need to watch I've heard that of it too. I know it's like a. A crazy Alice in Wonderland type, you know, shit. And right. the the Asian community come up with some good horror shit. I got to give it to them. They do. I mean, they're really good. The train to Busan or whatever it's called. Train to oh, whatever with all the zombies on the train. Yeah. Um, that's a good good one. Hell, even like I'm gonna tell y'all, y'all need to get into. I'm slowly. Getting into K-pop, I'm slowly getting into it. Um, like Blackpink, or is it mm-hmm. is, is the group called Blackpink? The all Asian girl group. Only one I know got is the, uh, the boys. The BTS. Yeah, I think it's called Blackpink. They did a song with Gaga. Uh, hold on, I'm gonna tell you right now because they, they they song called Whistle is like the shit. I was like, okay. Yeah, they make a lot of good music, and we don't even know a lot of the time it'd be K-pop. Yeah, Blackpink. Yeah, that's who that is. It wait a minute. Oh, is it girls? Yes, four girls. And uh, 
I'm gonna send it to you because it's called Whistle. The beat, it's a good hip hop beat. To be honest, it's a hip hop okay. beat. Um, they kind of remind me like almost like a Asian Pussycat Dolls. Okay. And then the other that. one, um, the theme song from Kingdom. I call it the theme song from Kingdom Hearts. You know what song I'm talking about from the very first Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not the slow version, the the remix. And right. even you know she did. You know, Skrillex did the beat for Kingdom Hearts 3, uh, Face My Fears. Oh, yeah? Yep. Skrillex is dope. Right. I like Skrillex. So, other than that, y'all, we we cover quite a bit of history on the horror movies. Um, so, now that it's post-Halloween, y'all can really go enjoy some good scary movies. Um, yes. Insidious was good. The Conjuring, yep. the first one was the good. first one. The first one. It's always those type of movies where the first one sets the bar so high, the sequels they can't live up to it. Yeah, they don't take their time with the sequels. They money grab. They and try don't. to rush them out. Got to take um, the times with some of them. So you are a hip hop artist. That's correct. You are on iTunes. That is correct. Spotify. That is correct. Google Music. That is correct. Are you on Title? That is correct. Oh, snap. He is on Title, y'all. He's up there with Jay Z. Uh, <laughs> that's YouTube cool. Music. Um, you okay, might catch you me anywhere. on iHeart. You might catch me on Pandora. It's a good chance. If you type my name in there, G W E E C H very possible some stuff might pop wow. up on um and that's just i mean we finally starting to you know get to that as i'm branching out more though it was like almost like music was my foot in the door to mm. be able to introduce me and now that i've introduced me i'm getting opportunities like this i ghostwrite for some people um do other types of features uh i might have a small role in a movie coming up on that's going to be on Amazon. Uh, so I know we'll you see can't really say on. what it is. I know you're under contract. Yeah, I can't say. Can't I can't say anything yet, but I have I that a NDA that might be able to, you know, spin me into some more stuff because that's what I really wanted to do. I've always told people I just wanted to have music get my foot in the door to be able to open up the other door as far as acting and you know, uh, be able to get my opinion on stuff. And I always used to think, oh, it'd be like opening the door like oh i win a grammy and this and that and then i get introduced to those other things but it's actually happening without that who knows the mm. grammys still might come grammys and emmys you know they might you know might both happen but um the doors are starting to open for me to be able to do much more so i'm there taking those go. opportunities instead of just being like no i'm just gonna rap that's all i'm gonna do is exactly. just rap and put in the hard work yeah i yeah. mean yeah you know you know i can attest to that you know, I've, you know, this year, towards the end of the year, it's been great. You know, I hosted two shows. Uh, I've seen you been doing in, Yeah, performed in both shows as a host. So I kind of opened up both shows. Did the Janet um, dance. Right. And I'm going to be do, performing, not hosting, but performing um, in December uh, at another drag brunch. And that one's going to be okay. cool. I'll get to do two numbers this time. Um, okay. And the second number, let's just say I'm bringing I'm bringing the house down. I'm I'm y'all gonna be in tears. Y'all gonna be crying. Okay. 
Cause okay, because uh, I seen I, the I seen the Janet performance and it was you was you was you was on point. Like it was like it was almost I have to nobody be. else was there. It was almost but it was to the <laughs> point where it was like nobody else was there. And you was like, I'm just gonna do this today and y'all gonna like it. There ain't even no if you don't or nothing. Y'all gonna like this and I'm gonna do it. Okay, here it go. And then you just went ahead and knocked it out. I was like, look at so, the man up there. So I'm do, so my I'll, I'll give y'all a little insight. So the 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 song I'm doing is is Man in the Mirror, um, one of my favorite songs, one of the hardest songs though because it's it's it hits. It's still like if you're a true Michael fan, yeah. it'll hit you and you'll st- you'll you'll still cry because when you hear it, because Michael yeah. always did that as the last song in the shows. So you know I'm either gonna be rocking this like it's like a replica. But it's it looks just, it's basically like a Michael Jackson jacket. I'll let y'all see that right. Let me turn. There we go. Okay, the, the bedazzled one, right? The sparkly joint. Yeah, his shit. Was, I'm either gonna be wearing this jacket or hold on. I think this one might work too because oh, oh, baby, that history jacket, baby, and, that, and I got yeah, the, the brakes too. The history you know, joint. So, with a Michael look, it's always easy. You know, I got, I get the jacket. All I got to do is get the slacks and the loafers. We good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the little high water loafers, and we yeah, good. They, so yeah, you yeah, know, but yeah. um, and uh, dope, dope performance. Yeah, I'm doing another show um, that I can't, I I can't speak on. Um, I, I'm doing, a, I can't speak on that. Um, Certain people may be watching, so I can't speak on it. It's a, it's a, a different type of show. I can't speak on what type of show it is. Um, I wish I could. Uh, but other than that, you know, like I told y'all, so y'all see on my Facebook, I give y'all a little inside scoop. I'm booked for the for this month and next month. Um, and then I'm preparing for my first pageant, um, which is very stressful. It's becoming very expensive. I'm telling y'all right you want now. Me to ride do- the bike behind you like a uh, dude used to do Rocky? When you train him? No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to Amazon. I have lost 14 pounds in this last month. I've lost, I've gone down from 214 to 200 pounds. And I'm Let's getting smaller as we speak. Um, I'll meet you in because, the middle. Yes. I'm trying to go up. <laughs> I'm so, trying to go up. Memorial Day weekend, y'all. If you are in Vegas, uh, that when they when they release the official flyer on where it's going to be, y'all can come out and support the show, support the pageant, support me. Hopefully, I win. Um, you know, Mr. Gay Sin City 2022. Uh, from there, I can go to nationals to Mr. Gay USFA and represent okay. Las Vegas, and hopefully snatch that title. Um, and it's a lot, y'all. I have to have you know my presentation, my club where anybody knows pageants, and you can look them up on YouTube. These performances are, people are off the chain. I've seen a lot of performers that have gone on to win, and these performances are off the hook. They put Broadway to shame. And I believe it. Uh, it's a lot of money goes into it because y'all, what y'all don't know is a lot of stuff, all, everything's coming out of my pocket because I have to pay my team, I have to pay my dancers, right. I have to pay my seamstress. And then you know, once I get my name out there, it's like, okay, then I can get more help. So, but it's right. More sponsors, to me, sponsors, 
And the money is not worrying me. It's just making sure everything is done. I want it right. You just want it done. I want it to be done. So that way, when it's when it comes time for show time for show day, it's like, okay, we've gone through this over and over. We know what we gotta do. Let's do it. Let's Mm -hmm. have fun. I I can't say what my concept is, just know it's very futuristic, it's very me. Um and uh my club wear look. Ooh, I'm gonna show you twin. I'm gonna text you the two pieces I got okay. so far. And okay, you know I'm gonna be on the fashion. It it makes a statement. It makes a statement. And I'm gonna tell I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the info to the store that I get that I'm getting okay. it from this very exclusive store. Um that is so the guy is so bomb. Like the I know the store owner. He he personally took my measurements for me. And oh, so uh, this is a one-on-one. Yeah, he personally did my measurements. He personally helped me and my team, my manager and my assistant. Um, I love saying that. My assistant, uh, one of my assistants. Uh, I have two assistants. Um <laughs> That gave me very Janet when she was on Jimmy Fallon. She's like, I have two assistants. You know, because it's like you don't want to sound cocky or nothing, but I do. I have two assistants. Um no, you just tell uh, me. Yeah, I mean I have I need a lot of help. So, you know, it's this is a lot because the people that I reach out to are people that have been in the pageant world and that know about it. So and I've been in, I've seen not the behind the scenes, but I've gone to a pageant and I said it before, I'll say it again. They, these type black gay pageants don't have nothing. Miss America, they don't have shit. Like they just crowned Mr. and Miss Black Universe last night or this morning. Mm. Um, There's so many different pageants. You've got newcomer, you've got sweetheart, you've got Westland, which is like the Midwest. So you've got like Atlanta, all them. Just think you've got um Mr. Gay America, Miss Gay America, where it's based like Miss America, and you yeah. got 40 motherfuckers competing. That's and they chop them down. They chop 40 right. down to 10. Wow. So That's a big yeah. Cut. Three nights. I went to the final night. And when I tell you the winner, um, his talent, and I'm going to send you the video of his uh, the same performance he did at another one where he won that pageant to go to Mr. Gay America. Baby, when he was done, the whole room, we were on our feet screaming. All of us, and I mean all of us, were saying, if this nigga don't win, it's going to be a problem. <laughs> and he sure enough won. All right. Um, We'll start a riot if he doesn't win. It's, and it's it's kind of full circle how my predecessor is the son of Mr. Gay America. So it's like his dad won Mr. Gay America. He just won Gay US of A. So now I'm trying to do the same thing because my brother yeah, Roman is next. Yeah, my brother Roman just stepped down from Mr. Gay US of A. So now my predecessor who just won. So it's like, ooh, you know, it's a lot. Next in line. I'm next in next line. line. That's so, that's what it is. That's what that's it is. That's what it is. That's what it is. But anyway, so when you stay on, we're about to end this broadcast. So I hope y'all enjoyed. And uh before I leave y'all, 
Don't mind the guard dog. Dogs leaves us too. Don't mind the guard. Uh, <laughs> They're just protecting me. That's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna leave y'all. Trying to speak something. English. Right, like use your words. Um, I'm gonna leave y'all with something very special. I haven't played this trailer in a minute, but since we're getting closer and closer to January, oh, I think I know coming out. I can't wait because I'm gonna make sure I'm off work those two nights. Cause I'm, woo, I'm, I might have to, I'm, I might put together a watch party or something. Cause, woo. anyway, uh, y'all check it out. I will see y'all in on November. Oh. Mm, hold on, hold on. I gotta see. When did I tell her? Oh Lord, oh, Lord. I'm bad. Well, why are you looking up that? Oh, since November fourteenth. Got it. Go ahead. I will see y'all on November 14th. Um, I have the pleasure and honor. I met her at the benefit show I did. Mariah Paris Balenciaga, my long lost cousin, since I'm a I'm unofficially a Balenciaga. Uh from she's from Drag Race season three, uh All-Star season four or three or four. I can't remember which all-stars. Either way, I got her main season right. Anyway, she'll be in the building. I'm so excited. And she's going to talk about everything drag race. She's not under contract, so she's going to spill all the good juice. Um, but, yeah. So, that's when y'all see me on the 14th. Twin, uh, you want anything to plug? Any new mixtapes, albums, Grammy nominations, NAACPs? I'm, I'm cooking something on the low, but I'm not rushing it, so there's no release date or anything. But I am mm -hmm. cooking. I've been creating and uh, putting things together. Um Follow me on Instagram. There's that's where like all my stuff is. It's at Guichi Guich G W E E C H I G W E E C H. And I will follow all of you back tonight as long as you do it tonight. Don't come tomorrow on our time. Talking about hey, I, I fell asleep or something like that. Cause hey, today's price is not tomorrow's price, is mm -hmm. big bro fat Joe say. So <laughs> today, that's right? Um, I'm I'm following everybody back. I keep uh, entertaining stuff on there. Thank you, Hot and Wavy. So I see somebody already done hit the prelude to fire. That's the latest project that's out on all streaming platforms. Um, it's an EP, three tracks. Um, but yeah, uh, I keep I keep it entertaining on my page. I've been doing the meat squeech thing as of late, and uh, yeah, I interact. I follow back. So that's it. That's all I got. And if y'all want to hook up. On the Funkos, he does Funkos. Oh, yeah. I do Funkos. Exclusive I do sneakers. I, I find very hard things to find. That is another thing I do. You just got I, some Yeezys, too. I got the Mummy Dunks. I got the Yeezy 450s. I got the Red October uh, Foam Runners. I got um, the Lot 14 the other, the other day. So, yeah, I'm done spending. For he, got a bit, but he got it all. He got it all, y'all. For so. now for now we're gonna leave y'all with this trailer so y'all make sure y'all check out this two-night documentary event on lifetime and a and &E. the queen is making her way back y'all next year it's the year of the black diamond for her and the year of the phoenix for me so we're gonna keep that good vibes and good energy going so deuces yes, y'all it's been real are you ready This is what a superstar looked like. 
She's an empowered woman. She is a force to be reckoned with. She comes from a whole family of legends. She will always be my baby sister. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce Janet Jackson. <laughs> when I was 17, I did what people told me. <laughs> I did what my father said and let my mother mold me. But that was a long ago. This is my story, told by me, not through someone else's eyes. This is the truth. Take it or leave it. Love it or hate it. This is me. I want to be the one in control.